Hello and welcome to Rolling for Loot. I'm your host Shakti. And I'm your other host, Timotep. And this is episode 15. 15 people. 15. That's important. That's halfway to 30. 15. That's halfway to 30, just so. Yeah. Of course, it's only a quarter of the way to 60, but hey, we're working on it. Yeah. Today's episode is going to be a little bit different than the previous episodes. We uh, have been sort of looking around uh, the World Wide Web, and we have been noticing some things that are coming on, and we've been listening to the news. We try to be informed consumers, and uh, we had some opinions and some ideas and some thoughts, and we wanted to share those things with you. So today's topic is not specifically game-related, but it is gaming-related topics. So when Himotep says that we pay attention to the news, the only news we're really paying attention to here is gaming news. That's it. What are you saying? There's other types of news? I know. Well, Some weather. people might get confused. Okay. And I hear there's other things you can find out about on the interwebs. Um, what those are, I don't know. But, you know, the weather. It, it's important to distinguish that we're not going to be talking about the weather here today unless it pertains to You can to go a, outside to play games. The graphics suck, though, really. Yeah, well, either too much white or too much brown. There's never any middle ground. And there's, there's this big glowing thing in the sky all the time. It makes it really hard to see. There's constantly a glare. I'm pretty sure it's incandescent, whatever it is. Yeah. Fluoride tubes so, or something. In it. Anyway, okay, so we're done with that. Moving on. Yes, because that was a big fail. Yeah, that was. Do you want to start? Cool. Do you have a topic you want to discuss first? Uh, you know, I'm just sort of reading around here. Uh, I was reading about um, I'm trying to find something controversial to talk about. And I think because controversy, that's where great con- conversation comes from. And really. What do we what do we have here? We have a podcast where we have conversations. So, if I could find a, a good controversy, controversy, I think Zynga is suing EA. No, really? not no. EA. It's another big gamer company. I'm gonna have to look it up. They're suing each other. I'm sure they're mad at each other for something, and I don't know what it is because I was like, yeah, gonna skip over <laughs> that. Too long. Didn't read. To, okay. But that might have fit into your controversy thing there. I don't know. Well, I know you have a topic for controversy. It's not controversy. It is controversy. There are there are people who will get hardcore. They're, they're controversial. They're on the it's polar. You're either with it or you're not, and that's well. This is something that I'm. You start. You start for a change. About and my opinion is correct. NHL 13. Just got released this week for the PlayStation and Whatever Xbox. Consoles it's for yeah, um, it's supposed to feature true performance skating, which is similar to the changes they've been making. EA has been making in a lot of their Series 13 sports games. They've been trying to make it a little bit more realistic gameplay. The reason why I bring it up, and not that the game is controversial or there's nope. any kind of thing surrounding that whatsoever. It's the fact that it's an NHL game, and today I have decided to boycott the NHL. All of it. All of its forms. Players, coaches, owners, commissioners, all of them. I'm tired of their whiny little, I'm not making enough money, whining crap, and so they're not going to die. You need to say whiny one more time. 
whiny. There you go. They're being whiny. <laughs> Shut what up and play the game. You make $8 million that you just skate around on the ice oh, and no, shoot no, a little no, no. rubber puck at other people. No, the players, <laughs> Get on with it. the players only make three. The commissioner makes no. eight. But no. I'm not, players. no, whatever. I'm not into whatever. Who's making what? You're making way more money than most of you deserve of to play a game. Play the game. We play games. We don't get $8 million a year. I'm willing to sign a contract and take the endorsement deal. I will sell out for millions. I put that out there. The fans have stuck by, this is what, the third lockout in recent memory? What, five years, six years? Anyway? No, I don't think it's that many. And for me, it's the one too many, and they're not getting a dime. And unfortunately, that means that we will not even be supporting this game because it's still an NHL licensed product, and they're not getting a thing from me. So, sorry, guys. If you want to re- uh, try it out, review it, let us know how you like it. That'd be cool, but it won't be coming from this podcast. And that's my controversy. What do you think? Do you agree with me? I agree. I I. I agree but actually I'm I'm a much more passive agreement than you because the first time the players went on strike and they they uh, I, I at the risk of alienating some of our listeners I'm not fond of the concept of unions anymore they have served their purpose they were a wonderful thing in the 19th century and in the early 20th century they protected the workers and they uh, helped the downtrodden, and they did wonderful things to improve the workplace for everyone. And I would be lying if I said that I didn't appreciate that, that that has taken place. But all too often now, unions, particularly the bigger unions, it's all about money. And when you have people doing jobs for 50 and 60 and $70 an hour, and they have a stranglehold on a given environment, whether that be manufacturing or entertainment or hockey, and they say, you know what, you pay me more money or I'm going to walk. I personally am now of the mind, walk. If they go on strike because there are unsafe conditions, if they go on strike because, uh, you know, it's a dangerous environment and, and there aren't enough safety precautions in place and they're striking for those changes, then I support that. Mm-hmm. But when every group goes on strike, the number one demand for them to come back off strike always seems to be more money. Money and job security. And quite frankly, if you're making security? millions of dollars a year to play a game, you should have already been investing it wisely in case that job isn't there you know tomorrow. What? You want job security? Do a good job. Yeah. That's how you get job security. Okay. Back to the NHL, though. But anyway, but I've heard the argument. The NHL. Yeah, as but, far as I'm concerned, it applies. Yeah. They they are. We have some of these guys. They're top athletes, and I'm not critic. Uh, I am criticizing their choices. I'm not saying they're not good athletes. I'm not saying they don't deserve to be playing at the NHL level. This is not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is when you have these top players, and I'm not going to name any names because I'm not very good at names. That I'm one of the reasons that people have name tags in food industries because I don't remember people's names. You have players who will go on record as saying that the only reason they play professional is because of the money. I dreamed of it from junior high on that I was going to make millions playing hockey. And if I can't make millions, I don't want to play hockey. 
when I was a kid, we played hockey because we loved hockey. We dreamed of being in the NHL. This was something that motivated us in those wee, wee hours at 5 o'clock in the morning in southern Saskatchewan. And anybody who's been in southern Saskatchewan in the, in the middle of the winter can tell you it's freaking cold there. And we're going out there on the ice. Why? Because we're chasing the dream. And these guys are out there, and they're living those dreams. And as far as I'm concerned, and I don't think I'm alone, I think there's one or two others out there, they're killing the dream for the kids that are that are coming up now and playing this game for the love of the game. And Shut these guys the are playing it for not yeah. And whoever's fault it is for, for shutting down the game, I don't care. Just shut up and play. Yeah, I've never Fix been interested in fault. On. You know what? Either go and play the game or go and get a job at Walmart. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah. Let's get on with it. Let's hire some people who love the game, who want to play the game, because it's all and about. I'm, and I'm not sure if it's the, the players game. or if it's the owners forcing I things. Know. I don't know. But There's so much propaganda. Just, just There's so much propaganda. Who, who who do we really believe? I've never sat in on any of these on any of these meetings. They're not open. So, right. So that so we there's don't controversy. There's so our controversy podcast. right there. So weigh in. We'd like to hear from you. It has nothing to do with our podcast, um, really. It's a game. It's game. It's gaming. But, and you know, we live in Canada, so hockey is in our blood. So we have to at least weigh we in have somewhere. We have yeah. to think. And to. unfortunately, listeners, you're catching the brunt yeah, of us. Yeah, so sorry but about here's, that. Here's, but it does, affect, it does affect gaming because now all these gamers, these viewers of hockey – now they're not watching hockey. So what are they doing? Watching golf. They're watching other sports, and they're not Basketball. entertained by a lot of those others. <laughs> and some of them are turning to more traditional games, mm-hmm. what we call gaming. And uh, so we're getting uh, more people logged into already populated servers. We're getting more players congesting traffic. And this is going to continue for as long as the lockout continues, you know. Well, football uh, also started, so. Yeah, but it's a dedicated group. The people that are watching. So hockey. Hockey. Really? It, the, the hockey is what we're talking about. Oh, I thought you Dedicated were. group of hockey yeah. watchers. Yeah. Yes, some of them are going to peel off and watch other sports, and some of them are going to peel off and go outside and get sunburns, and some of them are going to peel outside? off and, and maintain relationships with other living beings. But. <laughs> You know, a good chunk of these people, I'm sorry, I had to dig. <laughs> but a good chunk of these people are people like me, people like you, people like some of our listeners. They're going to want to do something other than just sit in front of a, a TV. They want to escape. That's, that's like for me, that's the games. For some people, they use hockey or they use football or soccer. Some people use World of Warcraft or Call of Duty. It's an escape. I don't want to deal with reality. I get reality 45 hours a week at my J-O-B. I want to entertain. I want to be entertained. All right. And uh, are you not entertained when everybody goes on strike? No, I am not. All right. Let's move on to a new uh, new headline. We could beat this one for so long. We totally could. We could drag we this could out for hours, like guys. An hour at least. But we're going to effort to we're going to effort to not do that. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Let's talk about something else. How about a, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was just going to bring up something else. Okay, well, that's you said go ahead, bring up something else. I'll okay, so your turn. We'll take here. turns. We'll play. I'll play nice. Oh, I don't know how to deal with you being nice. I know. Here's a, I know, a thing, it's there's so an article <laughs> written on online cheating is on the rise. 
multiplayer online games, console and PC-based games. There's too many cheaters on the line, exploits, uh, people taking advantage of, uh, like, easily hackable games and game exploits, uh, animation exploits, people lagging their net on purpose, DDoS attacks, um, all these kinds of things. And, and the article is that it's on the rise. All these efforts made by all these game companies to reduce and try and eliminate these sorts of things seemingly backfired. Why is that? Oh. Is it is it true or is it just that there's well, more? I mean, five years ago, we didn't have the same volume of 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 traffic going through conversations on any on any topic. I wasn't on on the internet with a podcast five years ago. Hmm. We didn't have tweets. People are we didn't have Facebook. Yeah. Well, I mean, we had Facebook, but it just it wasn't at the same level that it is right now. So, are we at a point where yes? Cheating is on the rise, or is it just that the noise people make about it is on the rise? Well, people are certainly getting more tech savvy, I think. But let's take a look at even just just at World of Warcraft, okay? okay? If you go into the auction house and you take a look at the mounts that are for sale, you'll see an awful lot of very rare, very hard-to-get mounts that are being sold very cheaply compared to how, how much they were even just a couple of years ago. And... Okay. It's being attributed to people duping them. That was uh, – okay, uh, and I'm going to weigh in on the other side of that coin. It was never conclusively proven that it was duping. It was suspected of duping, and well, then yeah, the social well, media went, oh, duping, and went, boom, this has to be true because it's all over the Internet. <laughs> no one conclusively proved that anyone had done anything wrong. Well, I'm just, it's Lizard frequently it's changes the loot tables along with every major change, and we've seen it happen. How many people in the first year of the Headless Horseman mount were crushed that they didn't get one? And then the second year were crushed that they didn't get one. And then Blizz went, oh, we're going to make this more popular. And the third year, everybody and their dog had the coolest mount in the game. Was that duping? Uh, Was that just... hacking? No. Yeah. Blizz changed the drop rate on a very, very rare mount to make it more accessible. Not for any other reason than because they could. Have they done the same thing now? It's possible. I've not seen a blue post one way or the other. But until I see... I don't know if they're going to admit something like that. Of course they're not going to admit it because of all the controversy. <laughs> it's uh, And the other side of it is, is it's not it's a non-issue. Mm -hmm. It really is a non-issue. So somebody is duping an extremely rare item and selling it for an extremely stupid amount of money. The only people who could afford to buy it are already probably But it's dropping the auction farmers. house price. What's the but, one that but, drops out of ICC? The Death Chargers reigns. That's the one that I see everywhere that everybody's been beacon about. We've had people link it in guild chat and the whole down, thing. Yeah, I mean, it's down to 25K on our server. And it, now stop it, stop and not say this. Stop it, say this. Say this again. 25 thousand gold yeah, it's still i mean it's still i have never I have. in eight years ever had twenty eight thousand gold i've come close but right? i mean the fact that it's it is that cheap it's never 
used to the be. The fact that it's that cheap is that nobody's market. buying it, so it's the yeah. same map. Or there's a, two and three and five on the auction house at a time. But here, like, and this is a conversation that you and I have had numerous times over the last eight years. Just because it's in the auction house for 25,000 gold doesn't mean it's actually selling for 25,000 gold. If we could put a tracking tag on the same item, how many times has that first one been put in the auction house and put in there the first time at 90,000 gold or 130,000 gold? It obviously didn't sell. So what do they do? They relist it. It's three bucks to list the item or three gold pieces to list the item. So if you can sell it for 50,000 on a three gold investment, that's a pretty good deal, I think. Oh, you got to right? watch if it's the same guy. Selling, selling six it. Of them? I have seen six, the same six, guy selling six of them. So he must be making some money off of them. How is he getting if six he's of selling them? them? He's listing six. How is he getting six of them? He's in a guild that's farming the mount. <laughs> the mount in question has a guaranteed drop if you're on the quest and you do the, uh, you get the kill, you get the drop. That's why Blizz doesn't have any guaranteed mount drops anymore. That was one of the only two. The other one was uh, is the one in uh, Ruby Sanctum. Twenty-five right? heroic Deathwing is a guaranteed drop. It's a guaranteed bind drop. It's not a just a mount it's that drops. It's not a BOE drop. Yeah. Huh. And so now Blizz is saying, you know what? That's it. And with the, all the changes to the mounts, now you can buy a mount on one tune, and it's populated to every tune that's eligible to use it on every server that you have on your entire account. That actually makes mounts worth more money than they were. So the question is, if the price is coming down, that's because he hasn't hit that magic number where anybody's willing to pay for it yet. And 25,000 gold. I don't care how much money you have on your various tunes. <laughs> The minute you drop 25,000 gold on a stupid mount, you deserve a kick in the gonads. Well, just last week I spent 16, so... 16,000 gold. Yep. On a mount. Yep. <laughs> Are you insane? I am not. This was one of our tips for leveling a mop. But it's not a shareable mount. Yes, it is. Oh, it's not. Blizzard has identified it as a non-shareable mount. Between factions, no, you need to have your faction. I can use it on any of my characters, any okay. of my horde characters. And there you are, because the blue post said that it was a non-shareable mount. Well, I think maybe we need to revisit that. Anyway, cheating. Back to the original topic, because <laughs> apparently this is our big controversy for the day as well. Well, it's not a controversy. Prove they're cheating, and then we have something to talk about. Throw accusations out that they're cheating. And I've heard just as many people say that Blizz cheats by by forcing <laughs> loot to drop that nobody can use. How many times do I hear that in a friggin' raid? It's nothing to do with that. You can't take what you know and what you don't know and mash them together and assume you have the right answer. That is not how it works. Is it possible to dupe items in the World of Warcraft? I have no idea. I imagine somewhere along the way it's possible. When I first started playing the game, there were private servers that you could play on. Blizz didn't allow them. They were illegal, but you could still play on them. Could you go onto a illegal server and 
get a bunch of stuff and get a bunch of money and then log into the main Blizzard servers and have all that money? I don't know. I never did that. I don't know if it's possible. But I imagine that was why they had fake servers set up. Now, at this point, that's not possible because most of the data is stored server-side. They track it as well as the stuff on your own computer. So if you're duplicating items, that is awfully sophisticated. And if you have that level of sophistication that you can dupe expensive items, why in God's green earth would you put it on the damn auction house? Why wouldn't you dupe something that was, I don't know, remarkably unremarkable so that you could flood the market with them for free? And every dime you make, because you're going to sell all of them, is going to be worth money. Duping a rare, difficult-to-get item because you can dupe items doesn't make any sense. Because you're not guaranteed to sell it. And now, instead of I guess the question. One or two or five, you've got dozens that you can't get rid of, that you can't sell, that you can't even send to alts. And, and use. I guess it just questions the motivation between anybody who would be doing it. Are they doing it because they can? Are they doing it to make money? Who knows? They were doing it because they could. Then they'd be selling them for a hundred gold, not for twenty five thousand. Well, you still got to make some money. What? If you're doing it because you can, it's because du- you can. Once again, I, I question <laughs> every step of the way. It doesn't add up. All Is right. it possible? I imagine yes, it's possible. Is it likely? No. Well. Is it possible that after having discovered how to dupe items that the that the person or persons in question decided, hey, let's take an uber rare, hard to get, easy to track mount, and let's dupe that? Really? Like I said, got to question the motivation, but, but it's, like there I we said, go. It's, it's, it's a much more plausible reason mm-hmm. is there's a guild that's, Shooting the moon, and they are going in there, and they are they are raping ICC, and they are getting this mount. It's a far more likely, far more logical, far more plausible uh, thing. And then we say, well, how come there are so many on the auction house now? Because I saw that same statistic on that same gossip website that you did, that said, oh, there's like a thousand now, and there should only be eight. Really? Based on what? Based on the fact that. Two years ago, we didn't have every guild and their dog out there three-manning ICC heroic, or or is that based on your supposition that everybody's a crook? I'm, w- I'm wondering which side we weigh in on that one. Well, everyone is a crook. Yes, but not everybody is a duper. All right. Still have to get it the first time. Yeah. All right. Let's move on. Let's pick something else to talk about. Uh, let's see. What do I have on my list? Project Eternity. Have you heard about this? I have not. What is this? Project Eternity is, um, something that's been, uh, I forget the name of the company that's doing it. But anyway, it's the same company that made Baldur's Gate, Icewind Dale, um, all, almost all of the D&D games, computer games. They are putting together a game, uh, Eternity, and what they have done is gone on to Kickstarter and try to make their goal of 1.1 million. Uh, it's their plan is to make it an isometric dungeon crawler, similar to Baldur's Gate and and the original Diablo and all that stuff, just to have the feel of those games that were released in the 90s, and uh, but have it with today's PC technology because we all have those games sitting in our basements that we wish we could play, and uh, they're trying to bring that back with this project. The th- reason why it's 
in the news is because in 24 hours, it made its goal. They have 30 days on Kickstarter to raise as much money as they can. And they've done so in 24 hours, which is pretty interesting. Um, the rewards, I think they had a limited amount of rewards for 20 bucks. You actually got a copy of the game and a free in-game thing, whatever, when it was released. That's already sold out. You can still get that deal for $25, and the prices range based on how this much you donate. This is a contribution offer. Yep, you donate. You, you contribute. You're not purchasing anything. Nope, you donate you contribute, to them. And as a reward for a contribution, yes. they send you a gift. Yes. The gift happens to be the game and et cetera, et cetera. Exactly. So you'll get, like, for each level, you'll get the game and a T-shirt and the game and a limited edition PDF book to go with it and, you know, all this other stuff, right up to designing your own weapon and NPC which is really quite cool. So, Obsidian Games. Obsidian Games. Yes. Okay. That's what it is. So, it was very cool. And I the reason why I checked it out was because I had kind of seen this, and it was on various gaming blogs that I check out. I had kind of seen a little bit blurb about it, and I was like, oh, it's another Kickstarter. Because everyone and their dog can beg for money, and some of the stupider ones seem to get the money. Um <laughs> but then I started seeing it popping up on places that aren't normally my resources for gaming news, and it popped up several different places all at the same time, and I went, okay, now I need to look into this, and it looks very cool. So we'll the actually... Power. What's that? The power of social media. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So yeah. I'll li actually link the website, the Kickstarter website, on the show notes for this thing if you want to check it out. Because 25 yeah. bucks for a game, first of all, is a really and, great deal. And if the game's, you know, in English, it's it's going to be... <laughs> It's going to be a good deal. So, <laughs> well, this is exactly the kind so, of game that I love. So, oh, yeah. you know, for me, it's like what, like a boring puzzle Farmville kind of game. Or oh, Dungeon I went Crawler. there. I totally went there too. Dungeon I totally Crawler. did. I've only been playing Diablo now for the last week straight. I have yeah, even logged in now. Yeah. And so this is like <laughs> take a deep breath. Yeah, it's like. Yeah, this would be awesome. Um, in point of fact, Shakti actually broke two mice when Diablo first came out. The first yes. Diablo, yes. she single-handedly broke two mice. I did. <laughs> but anyway, this is right. I mean, reminiscent of Dungeon Siege and all those other fantastic. The sort of I don't know how to classify those. I, I saw a descriptor. Um, it's like a 3D side scroller. It's called isometric. Isometric view. So you're kind of looking down. Not quite top down. Not quite yeah. two dimensional. Yeah. But it's not obviously not first person, and because there's multiple characters, it's not third person. Mm -hmm. So it's third person party view. We could say that, right? Maybe I don't Invent know if this is going to be a multiplayer or not, but it's pretty cool. It's got well, some neat, uh, we'll have to check it out. Something you mentioned earlier. Uh, I'm just reading up here on Zynga has countersued EA. So you did have uh, that. Uh, there you go. I did have that. that. EA sued Zynga for plagiarism and copyright infringement because their game, La Ville, the Ville, mm -hmm. uh, EA claims is a ripoff of the EA game Sims Social. <laughs> and um, EA Maxi's general manager went on record as saying that lots of people have alleged that Zynga has been stealing their games 
And they're launching their suit because unlike all those other people who have cried it, EA has the financial and corporate resources to stand up and do something about it. So they well. Zynga has fired back at them and uh um they fired back and it says here that they uh, uh a baseless and alleging anti competitive and unlawful business practices. <laughs> well, you know, I'm wow. not choosing sides but I think we've all been hit with the Facebook spam for games. And juice sides, juice sides, juice sides. I'm not going to choose any sides. All I'm going to say is red. I have played non-Zynga games and then seen almost the identical game being launched by Zynga. Yeah, very shortly after. Yeah. Yeah. So. Okay. Not going to choose any sides there, but if you're that close that, you know... If your game can be mistaken for somebody else's, yeah, 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 <laughs> <laughs> we could take that up. There's only so many, so <laughs> many different ways you can plant corn and grow a farm <laughs> and upgrade your farm. I am and certain that listeners from Nebraska could regale you on the multiple ways that you oh, can plant. You know what? I'm not even a farmer, so I don't know. I could be. I'm sorry, farmers, if there is more than one way to plant corn. On Facebook, the there's city. more. Than, there's only one way to plant corn. You <laughs> click on the freaking square, and you say, the, plant corn. Finger, the finger pointing squarely in my own face. To city folk, there's only <laughs> one way to do it. <laughs> Dig a hole, put some seeds Drop in it. In. So Crack corn, and I don't care. Yeah, so it'll be interesting to see who actually wins what lawsuit in that one, just to... Well, it, it, it begs know? the question, is Zynga, like, do they really think that they're not guilty of something here? Like, do they really think, hey, wait, we can, we can use your idea. You can't, you can't, that's, we can do that. What? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. They have multiple versions of their own games that are identical to their own games. So, you know, I don't know. But, you know, they're not the only ones who are. <laughs> Ripping off others, um, have you seen the, going to WoW, have you seen the new Tillers faction information? Uh, no. No. Uh, no, no, it's too much, no. No, I don't see the Tillers, no. <laughs> no. You can play Farmville in Miss of Pandaria. Come on. In, yeah, no. You could play Farmville in this. I probably would. No, not Farmville because that would be that would be copyright infringement. Copyright infringement. You they could probably play have a, a different interface as well. That, that that probably Zynga would not want to sue for. But but maybe they would. You can till the ground. You can plant your seeds. Is it? You can harvest square? and earn reputation and gear for your farm. You also cultivate friendship with the other farmers and if they <laughs> like you, they'll give you things for your farm like a wheelbarrow and stuff. Wheelbarrow. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, wheelbarrow. we're getting Pokemon and Farmville <laughs> in this Pandera. I don't know which rock I was hiding under when they made this announcement, but somehow I totally missed that until this week. I saw yeah, the Tiller. You spit. didn't. You didn't. Okay, I'm not even going to do that joke. That's just horrible. Okay, good. You hadn't rototilled the ground enough to get the rock out of the way for you to That's see. That's just bad. Oh my see? god. See, I wasn't going to do it, but you made me do it. Oh, it's your fault. Really? It's your fault. Really? I'm just saying. I'm just saying. So yeah. So, 
So speaking of ripping off. So you know. speaking of ripping off, um, there's there's a new. I don't want to say it's a new game coming out because I don't know anything about it yet. There is a preview trailer for a new Lara Croft game coming out, a new Tomb Raider game, uh, Tomb Raider 13, actually. There's a lot uh, of 13 games coming out. A lot of 13. It's going to be is a it big an EA game. sports game? It's going to be a lot more realistic when she sighs. You're actually well, going to be able to control the lift when she sighs. Oh, there we go. Yeah. There we go. There we go. All right. So <laughs> in the specifics of this 30-minute uh, thing, it says nothing about that. It's more about... Really? It's more about actually the game. It's not about a big chested. And she, I mean, she's had breast reduction surgery or oh, something. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. okay. She's more in the realm of not top heavy anymore. Uh, swinging across chasms, she's you're not like if you let go, she's gonna fall backwards. It Does doesn't matter. Does she still make nice moaning noises? I I don't know. Oh. <laughs> what's that? What's a nice moaning noise? Oh. Hmm. I'm gonna push this rock. Hmm. I'm gonna that. holster my gun. Hmm. See what I'm, I mean? I'm, I'm detecting a sense of you're not very fond of this series. <laughs> it's a fun game. It's a good waste of time. It's just the character is not very realistic. Why, why am Why am I seeing church lady when you do that? Hmm. You made us do that. Was it Satan? Hmm? All right. All those out there who know who church lady is, raise your hand. Yes. All right. Very good. Go. Okay. Uh, dating. Yeah, there we go. We all know the 90s. And some game guys think it's going to be cool to bring back games that oh. look like games from the 90s. I'm all for it. Me I too. Now, if they could do that for Might and Magic, the original. Might and Magic. Oh, right? 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 Not the original, original one. Like three. No, like four was good six too. Six and seven and, and six and seven. And then or they, got they into could the leave, heroes. They could just no, no. Heroes of My Magic was a totally different game with yeah. the same name. They were a totally different game. But before they first of all, there were no aliens, no laser guns in any of the Heroes of My Magic eight. that I ever played. That was in eight and nine. Yeah. Okay. So and at the very end of seven, which is probably the whole demise of the franchise. Mm. And they probably should have stayed away from that. Oh. Anyway. No. <laughs> Right. Let's get back to this uh Laura Croft. Anyway, the Laura Croft game. I, I I I have mixed feelings. I I didn't really enjoy the last Laura Croft uh title that I played. Um I never have been a big fan of this game. I know that there was another one that, that sort of was a spin off of this. It was Prince of Persia, Sands of Time, which had a really bad movie spin off. That was but a good really, movie. If you, ugh, come on, come on, it was a good movie. come on, it was a come good on. movie. You know what the best part of that movie was? When the credits started to roll at the, the end. guy playing Love the that. prince. Come on, it was a good movie. Yeah, no. Yeah, no. <laughs> All right, back to Laura Croft. <laughs> there we go. All right. All righty, here we go. No, he's no good movie. Um. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I've totally lost track. Anyways, it, the game, she gets the hell kicked out of her in this in this thirty minute uh, 
preview, it's, you know, like where I, a lot of the games, Batman and Arkham, by the end of the game, he's a little tattered. He's a little worn around the edges. But it's still, you know, he's still heroic and whatever. This one, she's bone crunching. This is like Bruce Willis quality beating in a cinematic. Bruce Willis quality. Bruce Willis quality wow. in a cinematic. She gets the hell kicked out of her. And it's... you want she you, anger? Well, everyone, apparently. Mm. Uh, one of the big changes in this game from previous games is there's a lot more people interaction. One of the... I, I, almost one of the trademarks of previous versions of Tomb Raider has been long, long periods of isolated uh, soundlessness except for the occasional... Hmm. <sighs> yeah, that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do that. I'm like, I'm looking for my controller. Where's I, they must have it on pause. Anyway, so this one is is it's shaping up to be a much grittier, much um, darker entry in the uh, in the franchise, and. Uh, it's it's the same a lot of the same kinds of puzzles you have to figure it out and you have to you know use your your gray matter as much as your uh, your bullets and stuff like that but excuse me but you know it's still um it's still the same style of game third person puzzle shooter kind of a game but it's it's really more I don't want to say more believable because, come on, you. <laughs> really? Nobody believes. But it does look to be a little bit more gritty, a little bit more realistic, and a little bit less chesty. Alrighty. I'm just saying. That's, I, I, and I want to go on record at this time as saying that that's not necessarily a bad thing. I think they've been slowly lowering that. Too much of a good thing, right? No, he's too much. Okay, I'm done with that. But All right. For now, but I reserve the right to bring that back out. So anyways, yeah, I just, it was just, I was I flipped through something and I saw that and how they're, uh, uh, it, it, one of the new weapons you get early on in the game is a bow and arrow. And um, based on some other comments by people who've had a chance to actually review the game, if you've played any sort of uh, first or third person shooter at any point, any time, you won't have any problem at all picking this game up. So... It, uh, there's a lot of uh, uh, in-game controversy. <laughs> People have been making a lot of comparisons between Uncharted and Tomb Raider, and uh, which came first, the chicken or the egg, and all that kind of stuff. And I honestly am not on either side of that fence because I'm not really a big fan of that genre of game. So, do you want to weigh in on that, or shall I no. just care? No. Okay. Uh, if I see a demo that I can try, I would I'm, will do I, yeah. so. You know, I may I am, rent it for the weekend and try it out. I am waiting for the demo. I would yeah. like to see a demo on this, or at least uh, more in-game footage and less crafted footage, because yeah. it's really hard to judge a game. Yeah, based on the movies that based they... Based on the trailers, yeah. because... Uh, and I haven't seen the whole trailer, so I've only seen little bits of the trailer, because I only just found it not too long ago. Um, but it is a... Um, it's a enticing video which i think is the point that's and why you does, have a trailer yeah it does generate interest yep. and if the game can sustain that feel and sustain that look i think it might be a it might be a game changer all right 
franchise. Well, the only other thing I have to talk about is um, Bayonetta 2 was announced this week that they're going to be releasing Bayonetta 2, which is not the news point that I want to discuss. <laughs> um, but it's really it's because of Bayonetta 2 that I went on to thinking about this. Anyway, it's a game that I want to try. I haven't been able – I haven't tried it in the past. I haven't, you know, I just haven't. And um, when I heard that 2 was coming out, I thought, ooh, maybe this will be my chance to try the game because it does look really good. And uh, then I discovered that it's going to be released on Wii only, which made me yeah, which made me wonder why gaming platforms or excuse me gaming companies are only releasing these things for single platforms. Why wouldn't they release it for as many platforms as they can? What do you think? I can provide an insight to that. Uh, I don't know if it's accurate or true or not. <laughs> I just want to know why you think I, that would be. I I think it has to do with game development. If you focus your game on a particular, uh, I would say medium, but if you, a particular console or a particular platform, you you tailor everything to the strengths of that platform. And the difference between an Xbox and a PlayStation to somebody who doesn't use either one is superficial. It's cosmetic. But to somebody who is familiar, intimately familiar with each console, they will say that one has this strength, the other has that strength. And, so if you're if you're developing a game and you want that game to look and feel and play a certain way, you're going to pair it off with a particular platform and then you may at a later date port that over to other platforms, but then it will always be known as a in this case a Wii first game. I mean, how many games are PC-based games first and then get ported over to console and vice versa? I can understand it if it's the gaming companies, like Nintendo, of course, has all kinds of Nintendo-only games, because it's their games, right? So I can understand being on a single platform for that, but where it's a separate game company. Same with with Sony. Yeah, but if it's a a separate game company, why wouldn't they get as many platforms as possible? Because it's more work to develop it to be cross-platform compatible. All right. Uh, familiarity with things that have to be done across multiple platforms in multiple environments, right? If you're planning off a menu that has to apply to 10 different restaurants, there's a lot of stuff that you can't use because it will identify with one restaurant, but it will alienate a different restaurant. The same thing goes with this. What works with one platform is not going to work with another platform, right? Xbox has always been known for its stellar graphics. So if you make a game that takes full, full advantage of the stellar graphics of an Xbox, you're leaving some of the people who play Wii out in the dust because they're not going to be able to see it, right? So you're going to have to tone it down to make it compatible with the Wii and the Xbox. So you're not really taking advantage of the full game console. That's that's what I was getting at. Yeah. Right? So, yeah. I mean, it depends on the game itself. Obviously, if there's a game that says... I want it to be, you know, whatever, I don't know. I'm just saying it's it's very likely, in my opinion, anyways, that that's the original rationale anyways. And it also, it, 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 doesn't, um, it, it doesn't preclude the fact that they may be planning to launch other platforms two months or six months down the road or at an undisclosed time. We've seen that before as well. 
right? Okay. It's not common, and you're right. If you're a large game company or if you're an independent game company, you you would think you'd want to try and get your game out to as many people as possible. But that very that very thinking, because you're an independent game, you want to make the absolute best game that you can so that it's popular on a console. And the easiest way to do that is to pick one console and and focus on the strengths of that console. Mm -hmm. So if you're going to pair off your game, you're going to pair it off with the console that most matches your vision for that game. And who's to say that this independent game company is not in partnership with Nintendo or is involved in some sort of not shady but some sort of backroom deal where they're going to give an exclusive game to Nintendo now so that a year down the road they can get they have seed money and development money to make another game that can go multi-platform. Well, right like, now fans are awfully upset about this being not available on their not platform. available on their right. platform. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, as a long-time PC gamer, I saw that a lot. One of my mm -hmm. favorite titles, Call of Duty 3, was not available except on the PlayStation. Mm -hmm. so, so, or console, I don't know if it was only PlayStation. Yeah. It was yeah. console. I uh, couldn't get it on a place on a PC, so mm -hmm. was not happy about that. So I can appreciate and empathize with people, yeah. but then, like I said, sometimes it's t you want to make the best game you can. You you have to make it for the environment. There was a time not that long ago when you couldn't get PC games on the Mac. Yeah. And Mac games on. There's the PC so many games stuff. out there though that are cross. I mean, I can understand going from console to PC and. What not? It would be difficult to adjust platform that. Platform to platform. It's platform to platform. You can't think of it as PC to Mac are easy or Xbox to PlayStation is easy. No, no, no. It's platform to platform. And if you're building a game up from the ground up with a particular type of uh, uh, scripting language and a particular type of engineering mindset, it's going to be as much work to spread that across multiple platforms as it is regardless of what those independent platforms may wind up actually being. That's the biggest reason you don't see a lot of games that are released for the PC available on the Mac, because the amount of work required to make it compatible for both platforms supersedes the value of the game itself. And there's probably all kinds of licensing issues that Mac has. No, it's more a question of if you're trying to sell games and you got to spend $10 million to research a game to sell it on platforms, and you're going to sell it on the home computer platform, PC and Mac, but you're only going to sell 4% of your units are going to sell to Mac users. You really just, that's not a market share you can really afford to worry about, particularly if you can release the same game with the same level of quality on the PC only for $3 million instead of 10 your profit margin is much, much higher, even negating the 4%... Uh, market share that you're going to lose. Hmm. Business 101. We're well, expecting that. You know, that it's, coming. it's uh, yeah, I still think it's a silly thing for them to do, but, you know, whatever. It's their money. Think of it this way. Maybe it's reverse uh, advertising. Here, we have this, but only you can have it. Ha, ha, ha. And everybody else goes, hey, wait, I want some. As a race, uh, we are them to want what we cannot have. Yeah, but that could really bite you in the butt. Because, yeah, I mean, how many people are going to say, yeah, you know what? <laughs> and that's the only people who are going to get it. Exactly. And how, many, and, how many, and how many people think, hey, releasing that on a single platform is not good news either. Yeah. So 
right? All about perspective. We're talking about a game that we're never going to play. Yep. Well, so, now, yeah, because well, because it's we only, and we do not own a Wii. Yep. So that so we're right. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Is this is also a good way to generate conversation and get people interested in finding out more about a game. And if you can do that and not spend any extra money, this is good for your bottom line. I think what a lot, it seems to me anyways, a lot of people forget that these companies are releasing these games not because they want to keep us entertained, they but should. because they want to make money. They should keep right? us entertained. That's so, kind of why they're in business. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah. No. Yes. <laughs> oh, the cleaning lady is getting a lot of airtime this evening. Yes, yes, she is. Yeah. Welcome back, cleaning lady. <laughs> I've been needing some pledge. <laughs> Go to the store, I need some pledge. And I'm on it. I know come in on Friday. <laughs> no, I cannot. Okay, are you done? <laughs> All right. Do you, you have keep anything laughing? I'm going to keep going. Yeah, okay. Well, I'll stop laughing then. It's not funny. Uh, no, I'm, I'm reading here uh, that there is a um, – let me see here. What, are we, what am I looking at here? It's something I – it caught my eye. It says co-op games for PlayStation 3 with online campaign um, options. And it, it kind of ties in with something that I was having a conversation about – about <laughs> – a week ago, a boot a boot, I was having a conversation regarding this topic some time ago. You'll have to expound a bit. Uh, about online uh, co-op, co-op, cooperative, two players chasing the same quest in a console environment. So uh, PC gamers have had this multi- multiplayer, massive multiplayer online role-playing game concepts where we get eight or nine of your closest uh, friends and you go off and kill a boss and you're all in a party together so you all get credit for the kill. Mm-hmm. Co-op games have a similar concept, but they're typically limited to two-players or four-player co-op where you're working together to achieve the same or to achieve a goal. And so what we were talking about, uh, the conversation that I was a part of, was which games, in your opinion, in consoles, have the best co-op um, campaigns where you, you, I mean, look, we do one mission. It's similar to doing one quest or doing one mm-hmm. session. So a campaign is a series of full campaigns, um, and having co-op campaigns online for a console. And uh, part of this, I'll admit, is we just recently came into owning console and top of the line, you know, console. With our uh, PS3. So these are things I've never considered before. I've never thought of, never given any thought to because I didn't have any reason to. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That sort of thing is, has to have been in, in existence for some time. No, well, they've had it, but yeah. it's, it's, it's at this point now, we're reaching a point where it's much, much broader scope than it has been in the past. I can remember watching. Uh, certain young members of our family playing Lego Batman mm-hmm. cooperatively, where they're mm-hmm. both doing independently. But if one goes off to the right, the other one gets dragged along behind mm-hmm. because the screen couldn't go in both directions. Yeah. Well, then we had the Batman 
the most recent Batman we yep. were we were playing. Lego Batman Two. Lego Batman Two. Have we reviewed that yet? I don't know that we re- we were talking about it uh, before launch. And we, we haven't have reviewed it since it. playing it. Yep. Played it briefly. I haven't really had a chance to really play it. Would like to. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe that'll be for next week. We'll do that for next week, perhaps. Maybe. Maybe more superhero games. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe. We'll not see. But anyway, <laughs> last weekend before missed, so we got to get one more thing in. Boom, something not WoW-related. Yeah, because uh, it'll be anyway, all WoW all the time after that. All WoW all the time. The WoW channel. Yeah. All missed all the time. Yes. Anyways, back to what I was saying. Um... Watching it, they have this really uh, new way of doing the dynamic screen. So you can actually set off on your separate ways and do your own thing while still working cooperatively to achieve the same goal. That is awesome. I thought that was fantastic to see that. Once you got used to the way the screen would roll around each other, it you know, and then as the two players come back together, it syncs up to a single big screen. So if you stay close together all the time, you have one great big screen. But if you go off in different directions, it'll split horizontally or vertically, depending on your selection. All right, so the topic of discussion here is how cool it is that we can now play multiplayer games on the console. No, no, it's how how much they've evolved and oh. how the campaigns and oh. full online campaign options for, for consoles has approached and okay. in some cases surpassed what you can get on a PC. I was totally lost on this topic. I was like, what are you talking about? Okay. <laughs> See, this is why we need to compare notes before we start. Yeah, okay, I got you now. <laughs> I got you. Well, I haven't played any, hardly any cooperative anything on the console. So, I think Lego Batman was the only thing. We played the little, little oh, Big Planet. But little that's, Big Planet. That's another that's one. Just, that's more of a two-player, not a cooperative. But that's cooperative. That is cooperative. Yeah. Yeah. More than one player playing at the same time together to achieve one goal rather than I'm running around to collect more coins than you are. That's competitive. We're cooperating, hence the abbreviated term co-op. That's working together. You'll see, I, I think, in my opinion, anyways, you're going to see far more two-player co-ops than you will, whether the game supports more than that or not, because let's be honest, it's hard enough to get four people in a room at the same time for anything, let alone to get four people together to play one game that you've all agreed upon for any length of time in the same room. Or online now, because that's really the, the wave of the future now, is we don't have to get in. I had somebody ask me today about LAN parties. Hello, what, like, Hey, old guy, can you tell me about land parties of yore? Hey, old timer, tell me what it used <laughs> to be like when you had to lug your 45-pound tower around to have a <laughs> land party. Tell me about those days. Ah, shut up, you whippersnapper. I resent that comment. I never snapped a whipper in my life. You're having so, fun RP in this, aren't you? I'm trying to, yeah. yeah. Yeah, The guy in question actually has a pretty strong French accent, so oh. I'm not about to alienate our French listeners. Uh, so back to the land party. What a, what was you were going to go on about that? Oh, land party was that was the only way to play. I mean, I can clearly remember a time when you couldn't go on the interwebs and play against random players and have a match service that would go snap, 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 and you're in playing a game. You wanted to play multiple players? Yeah, brought all your computers to one spot. Y'all. Lugged all your equipment, your monitor, and your tower, and your keyboard, and your mouse, and two power bars, 
one for your computer and your and your keyboard, uh, your computer and your monitor, and one for your fan and your fridge and your <laughs> <laughs> whatever else. <laughs> and your little want. your little light that you can see your keyboard in the dark, and then you brought your blanket and your slippers and comfy pair of pants, and you sat there with four pounds of junk food and three two liter bottles of pop, and that's that's how land parties were back in the old days, and now. Now you just log in wherever you are. You just log in wherever you are. You don't even need land parties. You just need to arrange the time across multiple time zones. And, I mean, now it's common to say, well, we'll do that at 6 p.m. server time. We'll do that at 7 p.m. server time mm -hmm. because we've got people in three and four different time zones and, in some cases, five different time zones coordinating themselves to get together to do an event online. Land parties are a dying event. And... More's the pity because land party is the best hybrid between real actual people interaction and still get the kick ass computer gaming. I miss land parties, I really do. All right. Do you have anything else you wanted to talk about today? Bring back land parties. We'll bring back land parties along with Project Eternity. Make it we can, yeah. We can all <laughs> sit around and you know. Uh I am just trying to find the website here while we're talking. There is a very cool thing happening, and this has probably been going on for years, but of course I'm a really bad nerd. Um, I figured it out before you said it. Da, 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 da. Do you think you can let me say it now, please? Oh, good. But this is something that even you, our listeners, can participate in. Because this, this is very cool. It's called extra-life.org, and I'll be making that... Um, link in our podcast notes. Um, what it is, is basically you sign up, you create your support page, your donation page, and you collect sponsorship from your friends and your family and anybody you can irritate and uh, raise money for your local children's hospital. It's through the um, Children's Miracle Network hospitals, so any of those that are in your area, you get to choose which hospital gets your funds, and um, it's really quite cool. The reason why I'm pointing it out on our podcast is because what we're doing to raise the money is we're going to have a 24-hour game-a-thon. Yeah, October 20th, October 20th. Uh, it'll be a 24-hour video game marathon starting at 8 a.m., Eastern, I think. Anyway, I'll take a look and, uh, like I said, link that all on our podcast notes. So uh, it's very cool. I'll also link our donation page just in case. Anybody um, out there feels generous. Yeah, if you don't feel like participating, but you do feel like helping out, we'll link even to if that. You don't, even if you can't participate by playing and raising money, you can still participate vicariously through Shakti and myself. Yes, we and will be we playing. will suck it up. And play That's right. multiple types of games across <laughs> multiple platforms for 24 hours. That's right. So on October 20th, that's all what we'll games, be doing. And think that you should uh, help out with that we'll as do, well. We'll do podcasts from. Oh, here's a 15 minutes that we've been we've been gaming for four hours. We're going to do a 15 minute part of our podcast, and we'll do a 24 hour roll. Maybe we'll do something like that. Maybe we'll see. I see myself doing that alone for half of that 24 hours. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see if I'm still awake at my computer. Gaming might be me just running into a wall somewhere. Um, <laughs> she gets kicked out of the battleground because they think she's a bot. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So 
We'll see how that goes. AFK but we'll, if you want to be AFK. I'll link that into our notes and you can check it out for yourself. Yep, it sounds really cool, and it is for a good cause. Yep. And anything that I can do that's entertaining, that's for a good cause, I'm all for it. We have a good excuse to game for 24 hours straight. That's right. So, yeah. you know, yeah. this isn't like our moms aren't going to yell at us to go outside because it, we're actually yeah. raising money for the hospital, yo. Yeah, we're doing this for the kids. This is all for the kids, yo. Yeah. So I'm going to get the four two-liter bottles of pop. <laughs> you get a lug your big. I'm gonna have one great big two pound tub of gummy bears. I'm gonna put that right on my desk. Boom. Yes. We'll and that'll last the first hour. So I don't know what I'll have after that, but we'll have to wait. And see. Uh, it'll be. It'll. It's. Uh, you. Uh, we. I mean, was our first or our second podcast? We talked about raid snacks, gaming snacks. You gotta have snacks oh, if you're yeah. gonna game. And let's be honest, we're planning to game for twenty four. Hours. That is a shitload of snacks. I'm it is just a saying. lot of snacks, yes. I'm just saying. Yes. So, all right. Do you have anything else you want to talk about today? Uh, I could go on and on. There's there's, there's so many. There's all kinds of stuff out there that I, I like to talk about. What happens, listeners, is Shakti and I wind up having these conversations about these things. I'll read something at work, or she'll read something where she's doing at work, and... and We'll be like, oh, did you hear about this? Did you hear about that? And we'll talk about all these things. And this week we decided we wanted to talk about those things and share it with you guys. And we're going to try and do this a little bit more interspersedly amongst our other planned topics. And uh, But this was, this was, I think, this was a good introduction. Let's just do it, get a rush on it. And it's fun. I'm enjoying myself. Yeah. Let us great. know how you like this format, if it's something you'd like us to do in the future, or if we just or sucked more gaming. really bad. More games. Or just stick more to the reviews. Stick to the reviews, yo. No, or, uh, no easy yeah. reviews only. We just <laughs> the games. Yeah. So let us know what you thought, and uh, that'll be that. Okay, so I think with that, we'll close out episode 15 of Rolling for Loot. If you have any comments, questions, feedback, let us know. We'd love to hear from you. You can find us on rollingforloot.blogspot.com, where we'll have all of our show notes and handy-dandy little links to stuff we've talked about today. You can find us on Facebook as Rolling for Loot, and of course on Twitter as at Rolling for Loot. Thanks for listening. I'm Himotep. And I'm Shakti. See you next time. See you next time. Thank you.